Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drahada Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the Renault, Dacia and Opel range. Whether it is a petrol, diesel, LPG, plug-in hybrid or electric, we have the perfect car for you. See blackstonemotors.ie Oh, it's come, it's come, it's come, it's come at last. That stuff falling from the sky. Isn't it amazing to see it again after such a wonderful run of brilliant weather? My God, it fairly lashed this morning where we are here. Don't know about you, but anyway, it will be welcomed in many quarters from an agricultural point of view. Golf courses, lawns, you name it. They're getting a sup of isca at long last. Anyway, that's uh, Ireland for you, you know, and uh, that's what we're renowned for, a green, uh, damp country and uh, you know people were complaining about the heat a few weeks ago you'll not be complaining now but hopefully we'll have nice weather back before August and September is generally a decent month as well welcome to the show this Thursday afternoon lots of guests and chat over the next couple of hours Tara Walker's doing salads with us today and salad dressings you know salads in the past boring people didn't like them not so now and Tara's going to really brighten them up this afternoon we're talking to a cucumber farmer and I'm sure Tara will have a few cukes in the salads as well Shane Halpin is with us there's only two them in Ireland. My artist of the week, Tony Bennett. A song, Peter Gaynor's written a song. and It's a lovely idea behind it, related to nursing homes and fatalities during COVID. We'll be hearing about that a little bit later on as well. If you want to get in touch with us on the show today, 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me now. And I have a question for you. Do you have many CDs DVDs in your home? This is a question I want to pose today to you, our listeners. I have lots of DVDs and lots of CDs. But you know what, Louise? I never play them anymore. At all? I have a CD player at home that I like to put CDs in when I'm working away in the office and that uh, from time to time or if I was trying flies for fishing or things like that or reading, maybe a little in the background. I have no CD player in my car anymore. Okay. There's none. You're expected to connect in your phone, you know, and and play your music from wherever you have it stored from that. Uh, have you a CD player in your I car? I have. Okay. I haven't used it yet, though. Right. I, yeah, we'll have it in the glove compartment. It's a disappearing thing, isn't it? Yeah. You I can see the new yeah. cars are, I don't have it's CD only certain players. Mates. Yes. And when it comes to DVDs, with streaming now, you know, and Netflix and all that it entails in the online world, you can... You know, call up a movie and I'd say probably watch any movie ever made. Do you think so? I'd say most now, to be honest with you. And for your music, you can say, Mm. Alexa, play so-and-so or get me this, that. You know what I'm saying? The world has moved substantially in that direction. Mm. 
what do we do? What, what, what should I do with my DVDs or CDs? You know, pack them into boxes and store them away and keep them. What about Fris- you? Frisbees. <laughs> No. (laughs) I have loads of both at home. Okay. CDs I still listen to. Like coming up to Christmas and things like that, I'd take out the Mm. Christmas CDs. Yes. DVDs, I actually bought um, a box set of Harry Potter just last year. My daughter. So I actually bought them in recent years. But I did do a clear out of the kids CDs you know like stuff like what did you mean Barney. by what do you mean by a clear out what did you do with them well I have put them all in a big bag and they're in the garage and I'm I was waiting I was looking for because I I was mindful what you do with them yeah do, do, do charity shops take them some people some places will some places won't so mm. I didn't want to just get rid of them if it there is somewhere out there that a child could use them or whatever yes I'm sure people have put them in the bin which is Disappointing, but I'm sure people have been them as well. What listeners are is your modus operandi, may I say, today with DVDs and CDs? What are you doing with them? Are you storing them away in boxes in the hope that in the future they might be worth a few bob or come back into vogue again? Have you donated them to charity? Is there somebody will buy them off? Is there any value in them? Could you? I couldn't see much value in them. And when you think, Louise, they were an average. You know, if you take a DVD, probably. 15 to 25 mm. euros somewhere, you know, maybe more to buy new. Yeah. And now a good friend of mine, Patrick, has thousands of them. And he believes, I was talking to him in the last couple of evenings, that they're worthless. Worthless. He has thousands and, and spent a lot on them. He says but they're worthless. But I'm sure worthless. some of them might be worth a lot from sentimental value. Like the first one he ever bought. Do you remember the first DVD he ever bought? No. Do you not? No. I bought Christian Slater, Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> Did you? Always remember it. <laughs> no, I couldn't tell you what was the first DVD. I remember the first album I ever bought many moons ago, which is vinyl. But we're talking about CDs and DVDs today. What to do with them? What ha- What have you done with them if you're listening to us today? Do you know anyone takes them, accepts them, buys them that they can be given to? What's your thoughts? I want to hear from you because we're going to talk about it now with somebody who knows, I'm sure. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show uh, and let us know what you're doing or what you intend to do what you have done with your old DVDs or CDs. Ronan O'Dolly is a founder of Thriftify. I've spoken to him before on the show. Ronan, welcome back. Thanks, Emil. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. Oh, not at all. I was in route and round your uh, wonderful website again this morning, having a look what you have in terms of DVDs and CDs. And my God, there are there's some selection there. Look, just of the general conversation myself and Louise are having there. What What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean... W- so we would actually have a lot of information and data on it because what we do at Triftify is we're helping charity shops to sell their used goods online. So um, we kind of know actually what's happening with a little bit with the DVDs and CDs. And charity shops in Ireland are getting hundreds of thousands. Like the volume of DVDs and CDs that they get is absolutely enormous, which is great because they're reselling them and they're earning money for them, which is fantastic. But it does mean that there's a market out there for them. And a lot of people are still, a lot of people still use DVDs and CDs and would have DVD players, CD players. And there's a whole collection market. There's rare DVDs and CDs. Uh, Now, look, there's a lot of DVDs and CDs that are probably not worth anything. Mm. But there is actually a big market out there for them still. And even internationally, you know, we would have sold DVDs and CDs on Triftify for very, very high prices that maybe weren't available anymore. So it is worth just considering actually maybe that rare C 
CD or DVD you have, it, you know, it's definitely not probably not being produced anymore. And if there wasn't a lot of them made, it could be worth a lot of money. So, Ronan, here's the thing. Uh, supporting charity is wonderful. And I, I'm a real giver of... Uh, things to them as well on a regular basis uh, and uh, you know you're doing good if you do this anybody who does it you're supporting charities who you know put the money to good use as well so that's you give right are you saying is there a trade available you know if somebody has dvds can they offer them t- for sale yeah so there's i don't know if you've heard of cex but there's that's a network of shops across ireland that yeah. take in phones and dvds and things now Look, the price you get for them isn't going to be absolutely amazing. Right. Um, but you might, and some of them, they might say, no, look, we already have 100 copies of that. We don't need any more. Yeah. So, you know, you might go to with 100 DVDs and only end up getting rid of 10. But for those, you, you know, you might get a couple of quid for them uh, and you might get lucky and get a bit more. But I think people know themselves. If you have a DVD or a CD, I think people kind of know if it's rare. Like mm. if you have a DVD of Forrest Gump, right, the chances of that being rare are probably... Uh, None. Mm. Probably there's probably millions of copies of that everywhere. So the price isn't going to be very good. Whereas if you were, you know, a teenager and you bought one of the first CDs from a small band, maybe an Irish band, and you thought, oh Jesus, maybe actually they didn't produce a lot of copies of that. You know, people kind of know what's rare. And in those cases, you might be better off having a look online and having a look on eBay and researching how much are other people selling this for, and if it's. You know, if it's valuable, fantastic. You could you can resell it online. But the great thing is, I think, with charity shops is that they do a lot of this work for you. So, you know, I think for most of us, it's actually just a headache, isn't it? Like the big corner of DVDs that some people have. And there's 500 DVDs and CDs in the corner. And we look at it and we think, oh, that, that space would be so much better used. They're just gathering dust. And the great thing is you can bring them to the charity shop they'll get the value for them. They'll be able to go through them and they'll make sure to recycle them, the ones that they don't sell as well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for a lot of people, it's just a headache of it. Mm, mm, no, th- this, this has come to mind because we are doing a, a bit of reorganising and, you know, the big storage boxes, there's at least four of them jammed with them at home. And, and you're right about certain things. I have all of Clint Eastwood's movies on uh, DVD, every one he ever made. Now, that's a collection that I value and I don't think I'd part with. You know what I mean? Something like that. Uh, and I know my son has all of the James Bond movies. Well, I started them going on them and he has every one of them on the, uh, DVD as well. Things like that. But um, So there is, th- that, that, those shops going on you mentioned, what's the, the, the network of shops? Uh, it's called CEX, and okay. they will uh, yeah. buy and resell okay. devices and DVDs. Yeah, they do that. Well, I, w- I was I was laughing because you gave an example there of, you know, something that could be valuable from an Irish band. Talking about DVDs, I was just looking on your site. What about this? Best of Bosco selling for €25. Euro. <laughs> That's a steal. That's a bargain. <laughs> I thought it just jumped out of me. I said, holy Lord, there you go. But that must be one that there's not a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's it. And, you know, it is a great example of, I, I, I'm not sure if you remember when the movie of Freddie Mercury came out. I think yeah. It was three years ago. Mm. So what we saw then was the demand for the recordings of the Live Aid concert that Queen performed at. Yes. That went through the roof. You couldn't, and it was it was very, very difficult to get the full recording of that, right? Because there was a few DVDs of it made. Mm. And we ended up selling, we had a couple of them on Triftify that some lucky charity shops had. Uh, people had kindly donated them to them. And one of them sold for 130 euros because 
the demand for that went through the roof. People wanted to experience that Live Aid concert and the amazing performance that Queen gave. And you just couldn't see it anywhere. You could only see it on DVD because it wasn't actually up online. So, you know, there's things like that. And there's probably a lot more amazing examples like that out there of things that have been recorded and put on DVD that probably don't exist anywhere else. Now you have everybody scampering to keep those boxes, shove them in the attic and cross their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think for most of, it, most of us, to be honest, it's just a convenience. We just yeah. want rid of them and we want to say, look, if the charity shop makes a load of money off it, great, happy Good luck. days. Mm. But at least it's, a, it's another thing ticked off my to-do list and I have that corner mm. of my room back. And and I see uh, again that you have them ranging from just over a euro up, you know, DVDs or CDs up to, uh, you know, as you say there, substantial prices. Others in the DVDs, I saw The Field there, uh, the movie, uh, around about 14 euro retailing. Fair City, 20 years at 20 euro right there. And American Pie, you remember the American Pie series of movies? There's one there for 20 quid as well, Beta House. And onto the CDs, remember Cat Stevens, you know, Cat Stevens, wonderful performance former selling with you for about eight euro van morrison astral weeks probably one of the seminal albums of all time the live version there now there's one you know what i mean that's making a few bob absolutely yeah and, and again these would be you know examples of things that they're just not available anymore yeah um and and it's a great opportunity to find something that's rare or that uh you know might bring back some amazing memories uh, and you're you're supporting charity when you buy it Mm, yeah, and there's listeners coming on. What about the tapes, Jerry? I have a press full of old uh, VCR tapes. I'll tell you what you do with them. No, I won't say it on air because you should do something with them. That's certainly a technology and uh, a medium that's gone. Yeah, it's, that's a really interesting one. I mean, you can still get the technology, but yeah, it's it's hard to come by. And you see, the issue with that is they actually degrade over time. Mm. So the quality gets less and less and less, whereas... With a CD or a DVD, unless you're scratching it or damaging it, the quality will stay yes. you know, the same. Yes. So, but I, I actually still have a couple of tapes as well. Like I've, I've a Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan's Desire album on tape, and I, I actually do have a tape player as well. Now, I actually love listening to it because you know the other great thing about listening to a CD or a tape is you have to listen to it from start to finish, and mm. we don't do that with albums as much as we used to and that's how albums are created is as a, as a listening experience so I think there's a lot of joy to be found in actually sitting down and plugging it in and saying you know what I'm going to listen to this from end to end and experience it the way it was made mm, T-Rex the ultimate collection at 20 euro or T-Rex Fats Domino Blueberry Hill now you're talking he's making 25 euro so you see the point I'm making there are aspects of this I suppose we have to say I'd be just saying get rid of the lot but when I think about it and had a look around what you're doing there and what we're talking about now it makes me rethink it a little bit that maybe as you say we should be selective in the main donate them to charity but perhaps keep a few that you have a hunch for Ronan yeah yeah or, or you know ones that have sentimental value as well you know there might be our first, that first album or I don't know you know the first kiss you had to the first to a song or something you know those kind of things that are yeah. sentimental value like, that you hang on to yeah, and, and, and I presume, like, if you have a DVD player, hold on to it, too, because, you know, they're probably a thing. You mentioned about the VCRs, the technology, rare to get now. These things are probably being phased out as well. But you have to say, you're a young fella, Ronan, the way the world is gone, when you can ask Alexa for anything, when you can stream most everything, my God, you know, there's a lot to be said for that, isn't there? Really, it's the way it's going at this point in time in life. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the other thing that's you know you'd consider, that I would consider is I remember being much younger and being on holidays in Kerry, um, and the, all of the TV stations came from an aerial. And sure, didn't the aerial break? And then we were saying, well, what are we going to be going to do? And it was the VCRs that saved us. So we spent that weekend, it was terrible rainy weather, watching old VCRs. And I thought, you know, th- there is something to be said as well for that, maybe. You know, the internet is absolutely fantastic, but it's not, it's not, it's, um, you know, it's not yep. 100%. There might be a big storm and you might be one weekend sitting there and sure, there's no Wi-Fi for the weekend. And what are you going to do? And the kids <laughs> are giving point. out. The weather is terrible. And you say, well, actually, do you know what? We're going to watch the... We have the uh, good thing we have 800 DVDs. The <laughs> <laughs> Even if they are all just... <laughs> you make a valid case again. You see, the case has been made. This argument is swinging from, you know, get rid of it, as I said, to think about this and look at circumstances like that when you may welcome them. And you have it. You own it. It's yours. If you have the player, you have the DVD or the CD, it's yours to play any time you want. You're going well with Thriftify, Ronan? Yeah, it's going very well. Yeah, we're signing up more and more charity shops every day in Ireland, which is great. And we're adding a lot more clothes and things to the website. Yes, we're planning on launching furniture soon as well. So that's an exciting one that we're working on. Mm. Um, and we launched in the UK. So oh, we're, brilliant! We're, yeah, so we're signing up charity shops in the UK and mm. making more things available to, to people as well. Brexit has been a lot of fun and all the. VAT and taxes and fun around oh, all that yeah. but uh, no mm. it's going very well and uh, thankfully you know a lot of people have realised that if I'm going to buy something I should buy it sustainably and even better give my money to charity yeah. uh, and that's that's what we want to do is make anything that you could possibly want accessible from a charity shop thriftify.ie wonderful success story going from strength to strength there books fashion games bric-a-brac furniture being added now and CDs and DVDs and more besides Ronan lovely to catch up with you again today and wish you well Likewise, come on, good Slán. that's Ronan O'Dolly there, founder of Thriftify.ie. I was just looking at some of them there. Louise, there's, there's money. You know, there is still some money in, in, in these uh, things. I'd sell Barney for €130. Euro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I tell you, Angela's been on to say, Jerry, while well, you're on the subject, anybody out there got any Shirley Temple movies on DVD? Would there be, do you think? Is there anybody out there? I'll throw it out for you, Angela, to see. Uh, Shirley Temple on DVD, her old movies. Remember the child star of yesteryear? Would anyone have any of those? Let's see if anybody has. Would they be difficult to get on uh, streaming or Netflix or that? You know, those yeah, kind of things. I know what you're saying. Yeah, those type of things. Are they, have they been uploaded? I, I'm I'm sure they probably have, but uh, I can't say. I don't mm. actually know if every, would every, you know, movie in the world be uploaded at this stage if anyone can help us on that one either. I'm sure a lot have, you know, yeah. in all the, the last maybe 20, 30, 40 years. Be, beyond that, I, well, question mark maybe maybe not anyway if you can help us want to join you in the conversation love to hear from you on late lunch I'll be back to your comments they're flying in as I speak 086-1800-658 WhatsApp or text me to the show and perhaps here's one for you is there a DVD one or a set that you'd never give away I mentioned Clint Eastwood have you one that you say no way am I ever parting with that Jerry if there is let me know bit of fun 086-1800-658 the Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. Drahada Dundalk and Cavan. Let Blackstone Motors find the perfect electric car for you. Drop in and test drive the all-new Zoe today at Blackstone Motors and receive a huge discount along with the SEAI grant of €4,800 exclusively at Blackstone Motors. See blackstonemotors.ie 
At Centra, we have everything you need with great offers. Like Centra Fresh Irish Whole Chicken 1.6 kilo, only €4.50. Euro Mood Ice Cream Tubs 500 ml, only €3.50 euro each. And until Sunday, Bulmer's Original and Light 20 Bottle Box, €19 euro each. Centra, live every day. Enjoy it sensibly. Check out summer at Shoe City. Lots of sandals, lots of shoes, lots of colour for everyone at Shoe City Castle Blaney, Ireland's largest shoe store. It's time to embrace the giant spirit of Belfast and get back to city experiences that we've all been missing. Back to real-life shopping trips and dining in the city, inside or out, the choice is yours. Back to family days out, city nights away and to making new memories. It's time to get back. Back to Belfast. Find inspiration at visitbelfast.com. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drahada Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the Renault, Dacia and Opel range. Whether it is a petrol, diesel, LPG, plug-in hybrid or electric, we have the perfect car for you. See blackstonemotors.ie National Council for the Blind, Ireland have been in touch with us from the charity shop in Navan and say, Jerry, we have three DVDs for two quid. <laughs> So there you are, big value in Navin, your hometown today. And also, they're looking for volunteers. If you'd like to volunteer with the National Council for the Blind uh, charity shop in Navin, they are looking for volunteers. If you have a few hours to spare, uh, give them a shout there. They'd be delighted to talk to you. There you are, three for two, Louise. Huh? Lovely people there, man, in that shop. Yeah, lovely people indeed. Um, Three for two. Uh, there's somebody else. What about the old VHS tapes? I have about 400 and uh, some collections, including Clint Eastwood's Western, says Eamon uh, to me this afternoon. Honestly, Eamon, I think, I think honestly, as Ronan was saying there, you know, tapes, cassettes, you know, VCRs, they they stretch, they, they deteriorate with time, the quality of them. Uh, there's another one, uh, Helen in Lobenstown. Jerry, I have a cabinet full of videos, DVDs and CDs. Help, she says this afternoon. Charity shop, yes, charity shop, I think. Uh, has anyone got uh, the DV of 101 Dalmatians? Uh, anyone got that for a very special girl there on DVD? Um, let me see what else uh, they're coming to us. Oh, there's more there. I'll get to them in, in a moment, I promise you. Do you have one? Did You mentioned one earlier on that you wouldn't get rid of if you, you know, were getting rid of Oh, the questions of. later pump up the volume, yeah. But box sets, Harry Potter. They're my two. You'd keep those. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt you wouldn't let those go. No. Now, you are the quintessential hoarder, Miss <laughs> Ferret. So you say. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not that I say. It's as you do. <laughs> I hoard my stuff and throw it everybody else's. <laughs> when they're not looking. <laughs> I have to say, I would never get rid of the Clint Eastwood collection. I just love him. As, what an actor, what a director. His whole series and we're just the, the movie Gran Torino, probably one of the best movies of all time that he, he, he I think he directed and starred in anyway. But uh, that's that's one. And there's another DVD I have called The Yellow Bittern. Oh, I never heard of that. Ah, yes. It's, uh, you remember Tommy Makem and Liam Clancy? Yeah, Liam Clancy made it about the, the, the brothers and himself and how mm. they broke America and everything. And he died shortly after he made the DVD himself. I'm borrowing that. Ah, it <laughs> is. It's lovely. 
it's, it's a lovely one I wouldn't give away the yellow bitter and I uh. have to say it's just one that springs to mind and I have a lot of them as well anyway keep your messages coming to us they're flying in I will be back to this I promise you what to do are you going to give them to the charity shops what are you going to do with your old DVDs CDs let us know 086 1800 658 1850 715958 if you'd like to call in we're talking cucumbers after two but keeping us cool to news and weather at two it's Westlife and fool again. Stay with us on your late lunch. Baby, I know the story. We are talking today on the show about your old DVDs and CDs, what to do with them, if you have favourites that you would never give away. And we were talking earlier on to Ronan O'Dolling, and it certainly emerged that there are some who are valuable. CDs and DVDs who are certainly valuable at the moment and will become more valuable. That's emerged anyway uh, for me today. I thought just get rid of the whole lot. Helen says she would never part with the movie on DVD, whatever happened to Baby Jane. I think that's Betty Davis starred in that one there. A wonderful movie. It was a favourite of my mum's, my late mum's, many years ago. The Shirley Temple DVD. A listener's been on. You could be in luck. Another listener, whoever you are. We have no names here, but we're getting the messages. Uh, Jerry, I'm nearly sure I have a Shirley Temple DVD. I'll check when I get home from work and your listeners. Welcome to it. Isn't that very kind? And another listener for the Shirley Temple fan says, Jerry, we purchased a Shirley Temple collection box set DVD in Tesco recently. So Tesco have that there. That might be another avenue for you. Um, uh, no go with videos, says Barbara. Uh, no, no go with videos, Barbara. Videos, uh, Louise will tell you in a little while what to do with your old uh, VCR tapes. She has some suggestions for you. Jerry, I have the full collection of Laurel and Hardy and would never give them away, says Frank. Neither would I, Frank. Absolute genius. He also loves John Wayne and Dallas. Do you remember Dallas? Um, I have the Live Aid box set DVD that was mentioned earlier on in your show and we still have Saturday nights in with friends where we re-watch it all the time, says a listener. What about that? Isn't that fantastic? Jack's been on to say, Jerry, why does everyone think that we all understand new technology? There's a sizable number of people who feel completely lost with tech. If you say tablet, you know yourself what they're thinking about. Nothing to do with entertainment. These people are being completely left behind. Maybe, Jerry, you would consider uh, a feature on this on your programme. I will indeed. Uh, Jerry, I have loads of CDs and loads of DVDs, all in good shape. John says in Navin, went to a charity shop and they said no. They probably have loads of them, you see, John. That's the thing. And Jerry, don't forget Kelly Harrington. I won't. I was going to mention her. Boxing for gold. Yes, she is indeed. Well done to her. And Andrew Cosker, and he ran a great race at 12 o'clock today. We were watching. Ah, the poor devil. He gave his heart and he just missed his personal best. He didn't qualify for the final. Needless to say, he's up against such hot opposition. But well done to Andrew again. We were talking about him on yesterday's show and he's one to watch, certainly, for the future. Now, we move on on the show. Keep your comments coming to us about the DVDs, CDs, 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text but we're going to get really cool on late lunch for the next while in fact cool as a cucumber did you know that there are only two working cucumber farms in Ireland and one of them is pretty unique because it was taken over uh, in recent times by three young men who had no connection to horticulture or growing or farming in the past. And one of them, well, one of them is with me now. Uh, There's cousins Gary and Sean Weldon. And the third wheel is Shane Halpin. Hello, Shane. How are you, Jerry? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Very busy. Good, though. 
Oh, busy at this time of the year, certainly with this these guys. Look, tell our listeners the story. It's a great wee story. I am right in saying you guys are new to this. We're new to um, uh, growing indoors, yes. Uh, we have experience with vegetable farms in the outdoors, but not in glass houses, so we're completely new to that. Um, I myself have grown up on a farm in Lusk in North County Dublin and have worked on various farms in Ireland and throughout the world and I've recently just graduated from uh, a horticultural degree and uh, my colleagues, business partner Sean and Gary, they are both um, related to a, a large Brussels sprout farm in North County Dublin. Right. But we don't have any any connection to a, an indoor crop cropping farm like like we what we're running now. Mm. Um, this was ran by two cousins, uh, Jim Carthy and Thomas Collins and uh, they were growing cucumbers here since the 1970s or 80s and uh, they retired in 2019. So um, they wa- they wanted to uh, lease out the business because none of their um, none of their relations or um, anyone related to them was interested. So uh, we we heard about it and we looked at the business and uh, looked at the market and as you said, there's only apart from ourselves, there's only one other sizable cucumber operation in the country. So there was plenty of room um, for us and to continue the business that was there so in, in 2020 we uh, had a various meetings with them and uh, we came up with a plan and we decided to take it on for the 2021 season and so far so good it's going great mm-hmm. done stores and uh, a few other wholesale markets through Keelings and various other small shops and that so we're doing very well Good on you. And, you know, to go this road, it's new and it's exciting and it's your first year as well. And I love the name Well Grow Produce. It's known as as well. And it is well grown. So tell me about growing cucumbers on this commercial scale. Take this year, for example. When did you sow your your first seeds? Or do you, do you sow from seed or do you buy in plants? We buy in plants. So we started in we started preparing the glass house in November twenty twenty. Mm. Washing down and just getting the place ready, getting our grow bags in place and tidying the place up. And then our first plants were were planted on the sixth of January, but they would have been sowed in Holland a month before. So they we got them in yeah. uh, about forty five centimeters tall. And uh we planted them and we were picking off them within five weeks. Really? At the end of February, we picked our first crop, our first plant. Uh, they're, the quick, they're quick. Yeah. They're quick to come. I, I know that myself. I, I'm an amateur gardener. I have a wee greenhouse and I grow them. I have them at home at the moment myself. I only have them for a, a time of the year. I take it when you mention January, there's heat involved. You're artificially, you have to heat your houses in the early part of the year. Yeah, we have a, a we have a connection to the gas mains and we have a gas boiler here which uh, keeps the temperature around 21 degrees in the day and 19 degrees at night. And um, obviously during the summer there, the last few weeks, we weren't using, using it as much uh, with the heat wave, but um, it is in place there that for night time to come on just to keep the temperature right. Mm, because they are so heat sensitive as well. Jeez, I was thinking about, all right, during that scorcher of a 10 days we had there. And that itself, doesn't it, presents other challenges in terms of ventilation and, of course, water. Oh, it does, yeah. Well, we're lucky here. We have a we have a well and we have various storage tanks for water. So that's, 
that wasn't an issue. But just the sheer heat of the day, like we were, we have between ten and fifteen staff, including ourselves. So we just had to start early to, because it got to very warm in the glass house. So we were starting at five o'clock in the morning to uh, get the crop picked and get the crop tended mm-hmm. and get the staff away early, mm. just for being too warm. Cool as a cucumber, me backside in weather like that. (laughs) You'd have the biggest tan in Ireland if you got stuck in there. You couldn't stick it. I know myself uh, with the heat. What varieties? uh, Is there a particular commercial variety that's better than others? Or is there a number of varieties? Or do you just stick with the one? Well, throughout the season, we've got three acres. So we crop back five times. So we we grow different varieties to suit the season. Um, early varieties would be Prologue, which um, has good uh, resistance to mildew. And then we have another variety called Amaluna, which is a good variety for the summer. It grows quickly. And then for the back end, we have varieties uh, Summerpal and another one we're trialling. So um, we, we were getting advice from the previous owners about what varieties to use and just the, the seed companies and that um, so it's constantly changing they're constantly bringing out new varieties so so um, will, will you will you be round all year round is that will you be a business that will be able to produce cucumbers or are you limited by the the climate and you know the short days and cooler climes of uh, winter late autumn winter spring yeah well our season will go to till Halloween at least so the end of October right and after that it really depends on the weather. You know, you could have a good November if you've good days, good light, and it's not too cold, then it, we can keep going to the end of November. If not, if it gets dull and dark and it's costing us a lot of money to heat it, then we'll just we'll pull out early. We really, it just depends on the season, you know? Yeah. Um, but then we'll be, as soon as that, as soon as we're finished, it'll be back into just cleaning the place, sterilising it, and getting yes. it ready for the Crop for the for the early crop in in, in uh, twenty twenty two, uh, you have a particular advantage. May I say? I see this myself because most cucumbers, when you go to buy them, they're imported. As you said, there's only two producers here in the country. You're now one of them. But you know the time frame. You can get these cucumbers, which is very important, from uh, farm to shop very quickly. Exactly. Yeah. Product that was picked yesterday or today will be packed today and in distribution centre this evening and on the shop shelves in the morning like a day or two three days at the most whereas any like import could be it could be three days before it gets to the gets to Ireland and then yep. it'll be two days waiting before it gets to the shop so it's nearly a week old if not already a week old mm. whereas ours would be three to four days max Yes, and uh, early consumption of a cucumber, the earlier the better. I know they have a good shelf life as well. They will last if you keep them in the refrigerator and they're nice. But the sooner you can get them and eat them, of course, they're absolutely beautiful. Is it, are you just Irish? Is it Irish? You mentioned your distribution there. I know Keelings, Sam Dennigan, you're with as well, Dunn Stores. Are you Irish market concentrated only? Uh, well, we've uh, some markets in the north as well. Okay, yeah. yeah. Stores and then a few uh, wholesalers, but mainly the Irish market. Mm. What about, you know, with restaurants and businesses being shut down as well and chefs love lovely Irish-produced produce that they can get their hands quickly after picking? You'd be in demand there. Uh, Been a dip there for a time for you. Well, as we only started this year, we we didn't know what what that market was like in previous years, really. But since things have opened up in the last few weeks, we have seen wholesale orders like Healing Select that supply a lot of 
good. Restaurants guests and that their orders are, are getting bigger and bigger all the time, mm. which is good. And yeah, chefs chefs have been noticing the freshness and that they're they're expressing more interest in it. So that's that's good. How many, you know, I, I'm familiar with them, just for listeners, they grow tall, you grow them up strings, I, I know the way it works, you twist them around them and up they go, Fairly, they can go really high. How many cucumbers would you nip off at the average plant? You can get between 40 and 60. Really? Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's phenomenal really. But a cucumber plant will keep growing, um, but we, we pull them out uh, after about 15 weeks of growing because at that stage the plant gets old and it's more economically beneficial to plant a new crop mm. um, because the plant gets old it's more susceptible to any disease or anything and it just takes a little bit more time to train and that's because it's so big yes. so it's better just to pull it out and put in a new crop and then you're picking it in three weeks so mm. that's what we do five times throughout the season they're an acquired taste, aren't they? Because I remember as a child, I wouldn't have even looked at them. But as I grew up and started to enjoy them, I just love a fresh cucumber now. Yeah, you can't eat them when they're fresh. Ah. When they're crunched and they're crisp. Yes. The, the juiciness of them they're lovely mm, they they are lovely just a cucumber salad uh, a sandwich on its own with a little bit of mayo or something you can't beat it at this time of the year it's a real uh, taste of, of summer for sure um, so uh, you know you, you, you've uh, a pull from the, the experience of Jim and Tom and all their years as well and away you go by yourselves in terms of what you have now do you I know you're only in early doors here and maybe I'm putting you on the spot have you ability to maybe grow more? Would you see expansion down the road? Or what's your thoughts on that? At the minute, we're just sort of learning our craft. We're learning our trade and uh, getting used to it. But yeah, the there is market there. There is appetite for more. We have been approached by other buyers and that. So there, there is great potential for expansion. But we just need to get the first season under our belts and yeah. then we'll... Yeah. Make a decision. Don't jump the gun. Steady as you go. It's going great so far. Well grow. Look for the name. Dunn stores are stocking them. Well grow. Irish grown. Pick the day before. They're there for you. These are three young fellas uh, venturing out in something new and it's exciting times for them. I wish you well. Thank you very much, Jerry. Thanks for joining me on the show. Cheers, Shane. That's Shane Halpin there from Wellgrow. Only one of two cucumber growers here in Ireland. And they're great young lads. And uh, I love a cucumber, I have to say, myself. Anyway, more from you about DVDs and CDs. And sure, I might even talk cucumbers. Well, we will be in a while because Tara Walker's here shortly. And she's talking salads with us today. And there has to be a cucumber, surely, in there somewhere. We're only going away for a couple of moments. Don't you go anywhere. Jerry, if you want to see a funny film, look up a New Zealand film called Carry Me Back. 1982, says Joan. Really, really funny. Never heard of it. There you go. If you want to, check that out. Carry Me Back, a movie recommended today. Joan obviously has it. Uh, John here, Jerry. Uh, I have Kylie Performance on CD. The very best of the Clancy Brothers and DJ Sammy Heaven to take away now if anybody wants them. Thanks, John, for the offer. Uh, we'll see if we pick up anything on that there this afternoon. Um, and Louise has been made an offer of uh, DVDs as Aww. well by Alan. Good man, Alan. Tell them what Alan's offered you. Our Me The Letter Warden that everybody knows um, has sent me a WhatsApp offer for me free cookery DVDs. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've asked them, have they got subtitles? <laughs> Alan, Alan, you're on the ball. You're on the ball. That's exactly that. that I, I don't think you could have picked better, to be honest with you. She's not insulted by it at all. You're listening to her. She's no, happy. I just wouldn't watch them. <laughs> 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 cucumber. Do you like cucumber? I love cucumbers. Do you? Mm. What way? Where, where, how would you oh, consume just, them? Just cut up in a salad. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are acquired. They are acquired. I, I understand that. And I, children probably bark away from them, as I did as a child. But I'm growing them myself. And I have to say, to go out and pick one, just pick it. And, you know, use it straight away. Oh, my God. It's just flavour. Heavenly flavour. Mm. Heavenly. And it's simple in a sample, like with a little bit of mayo with that and it. It's beautiful as what well. The Queen eat cucumber sandwiches. Yes. Cucumber. They're very. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Of course. She'd love mine. She'd love me. Borpless uh, is, is the variety. Nikki put me in, in contact with that when I do another. <laughs> Bur- yes. Borpless. Yes. Borpless, borpless is the name of the variety of cucumber. Is that that's the one I gave the to name you? Name or is it just that you you meant to burp after cucumber? Yeah, well you won't with this one. That's why it's called borpless. You don't burp. Yeah, you do burp after cucumbers. Yeah. You do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, this variety is borpless. But the flavour of it, I mm. gave you so you taste. They were gorgeous. Oh, yeah. listen, most beautiful cucumber. And I grow. <laughs> she wasn't burping. Don't tell me you were burping. I'm not no, surprised I can't if you. That. I wouldn't be surprised if you burped after burpless cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a lovely variety it's very nice I'll tell you what a cucumber is lovely a match with as well a uh, little smoked salmon you know or uh, sam- even if you have cooked salmon and cucumber combine it together in a sandwich is lovely as well but anyway what am I talking about Tara Walker is going to be talking salads to us shortly and we'll hear what she has to say uh, about the cucumber um, I-, I am turned I'm t- I-, I came in here today thinking I just get those boxes of DVDs and that and just ship them out and now I'm thinking I'll pick, pick out a few maybe mm. you know I don't want them all jeepers I'd give them you know to somebody no, else no there are a few that'll you There's know, a few. Like uh, I, 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 you see that the way your mind can be changed, and it has been changed there in the consideration of what listeners are saying and what we're talking to Ron on about as well. So there you are. That is an interesting one. But I miss the CD player in the car. I do. I do. I always loved, you know, to yeah. stick a CD in and play it. I think that's a big loss in the car. And I know we have the smartphones and I don't have any music on Spotify. I've nothing on it. I've not downloaded anything at all, you know. Uh, I must get Sarah onto it because she has a collection and a half and she might do it for me. But there you go. Uh, I don't. And, and, and that's just me anyway. So I have all those CDs, which I'm thinking of making room for something else now. Uh, what else was I to say to you today on the show? Oh yeah, just reminding you again about the Back Garden Festival. If you're, out, you won't be the next few days, I said, because it's just a little changeable. But beyond that, if you're out in the garden, enjoying yourself, barbecuing, sitting out with friends, having a chat with family or whatever, don't forget we have the music. Thanks to Harvey Norman and JBL, your specialist in sound this summer. The Back Garden Festival is available to stream live on LMFM.ie and on the LMFM app. And don't forget as well. I want to remind you about this. Don't talk are in uh, Europa Conference League qualifying action this evening. They're in Holland up against Vitesse Arnhem, a big club, a big side. Real challenge for the Lily White. The game's at six o'clock. Adrian Taff is there and he's going to bring you the action live here on LMFM radio and online as well as it unfolds in Holland this evening. So don't forget to tune into that and listen in and see how Dundalk do this evening. We wish them all the very best in that big game. It's a big challenge for them, but they've shown before in Europe they're well up for it and uh, I'll be eager to see how they do myself this evening. Now, still to come on Late Lunch. Yes, Tara Walker is with us and we're talking salads. Peter Gaynor will be here in a while. He's written a new song and 
It's to do with the loss of life in our nursing homes through COVID. And he has a brilliant idea behind this. He's going to tell us about it as well on the show. And of course, my artist of the week is Mr. Tony Bennett. More about him in words and song. But taking us towards our next break on Late Lunch, a man that featured as my artist of the week recently, it's Ed Sheeran. And the A-Team, you're with them on Late Lunch, I promise you. White lips, pale face, breathing in snowflakes. Liam's been on to say he's thousands of CDs, DVDs and tapes and every time he bought a tape or a CD or, or VHS he converted them to a blank disc keeping the original perfect. I still convert old wedding videos to disc. Best way to protect the original says Liam. Also if you've any VHS cassettes or tapes store them in the attic or in a cool place it stops the ageing and dropouts just a tip loving the show as usual thanks a million Liam for that advice and information and message today to the show now we were talking cucumbers a while ago a bit, bit of an irony isn't it because Tara Walker's back on late lunch and she's talking salads today hello again Tara hello Jerry. hello from the seaside in Ardmore <laughs> oh hello is that where you are today good on you Tara yes I don't know if you can hear the the shore, the waves lapping up against the shore. It's absolutely beautiful here. A good day for thinking about salads. Oh, it certainly is. Well, I'm just closing my eyes here, imagining and wishing I were there. But anyway, let's talk salads. I've loads of tomatoes at the moment. I must drop you out a few. Let's start with the tomato and a salad. Oh, fabulous. So look, I was just going to say, I mean... At this time of year, it's just fantastic because you can actually almost plan your meal around the gorgeous produce that you're either buying locally or if you grow yourself like like you do, Jerry. It's such a lovely kind of base to start your, your meal plan around. And for tomatoes, I mean, there's nothing like beautiful tomatoes grown um, uh, in season. And it's such a great base. I mean, I love them both as a main course type salad and as a side salad. So one of the ones I absolutely love as a side salad is just if you have some cherry tomatoes cut in half, pop a few very finely um, diced shallots or chives if you don't have shallots over, a little bit of um, sherry vinegar or red wine vinegar, olive oil and a nice sprinkle of salt such a, but like a good big plate of them so that it's your vegetable side dish absolutely beautiful and it's so simple as well what about main dish you refer to there yeah so for me i love having um a caprese type salad you know so you're obviously the caprese salad in its most basic form and um, traditional form is your tomato buffalo mozzarella torn up through it um, and basil with a nice little drizzle of olive oil and balsamic vinegar. Then to bulk it out, I often make this maybe on a Monday or a Tuesday during the summer um, for a nice kind of light tea time. I'll have some avocado and parma ham and olives with it as well and a little nice crusty bread or garlic bread on the side and absolutely gorgeous when the weather is hot. So lovely. I was over and at Kevin Sheridan's market actually on Saturday and I picked, you know, Saturday market and in Sheridan's I picked up the most beautiful mozzarella, you know, genuine, real oh. Italian mozzarella tar and I've had a couple of Caesars since and you know what I did, or uh, um, not, uh, what, what are we talking, uh, caprese, caprese yeah. salad since, sorry, caprese's and uh, I actually made some pesto of my own and just sprinkled it across the top, it was lovely. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. So you can kind of play around with that. I mean, obviously the base is the tomato, mozzarella and basil, but then you can add so many little bits and bobs 
peaches that are absolutely gorgeous um because they're all lovely flavors and none of them are super strong flavors so they they'll go well with lots of other things oh great now i'm intrigued because next you're going to turn to courgettes and you know when you grow them they just keep coming and coming i have lots of them carpaccio of courgette salad please tell me one of my favourite salads, actually, uh, it's in my cookbook. I might post it onto Instagram if anyone would like to see it later, because it's it's one of those you have to strike while the iron's hot. It's no use using it for, uh, you know, having it at other times of the year where you're buying supermarket courgettes or whatever. It has to be fresh baby courgettes. I made it last week with some yellow and green courgettes. So you slice the courgettes really thinly. You can add either Parmesan cheese or feta. Both work very nicely. Um, some chili a little bit of mint, uh, olive oil, lemon juice, and then a little bit of a crunch on the top is lovely. So I love um, a little bit of toasted pumpkin seeds over, but you could pop pine nuts over or any other little nuts or seeds that you have there. But it's absolutely beautiful. And it is one of those things because it's only sort of a short window to have it. It's a real treat to have it a couple of times uh, uh, during that period of time. Well, I'm onto it straight away and I'm going to try that now over the weekend because I have loads of them. Now, radish is a, is a vegetable. You know, I suppose it's yin and yang to people, but you have a particular salad that you love with the radish as centrepiece. Oh, I love radishes. Absolutely love radishes. So um, there's one that I've been doing for a long time on my uh, Middle Eastern class and it's radish, orange and olive salad. It's absolutely beautiful. So peel your orange um, and segment it so that there's none of the white pith on it and then serve that with the, the radishes sliced or quartered and uh, a few olives scattered on top and then use whatever little bit of orange juice is left on the, you know, on the, the centrepiece and squeeze it over after you've segmented it and add a bit of olive oil and a good bit of crunchy salt. So beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. And just to go back, Jerry, if you don't mind about the courgettes, there was yeah. another one I wanted to mention with the courgettes that I've been making on one of the barbecue classes lately. And again, when you have, I had a barbecue class last week and a lady asked me every time, you know, I grow my own courgettes and they don't taste like this. But we came to the realisation she was growing them quite large, so they were getting quite watery. So they definitely, again, baby courgettes and just quarter them like into wedges, pop them on the barbecue. They don't take long on the barbecue, you know, two minutes aside sort of thing. And then again, serve up with a little bit of Parmesan cheese, lemon juice, olive oil. It's absolutely beautiful. Like there's nothing like those courgettes when they're treated the right way at the right time in their growth. They're just absolutely beautiful. And Tara, what about dressings too? You know, make a salad. Look, I can think back, you know yourself growing up, salads were dull and boring and dry in a way and they just didn't rock people's clocks. The dressing is simple dressing for us. Well, my favourite dressing always, and I always have it in stock, is my French dressing um, that I've shown you before, I'm sure, on the show a few times. So we would have equal amounts of olive oil and um, either sherry vinegar, red wine vinegar or cider vinegar. Um, I like it quite acidic, so I go equal parts. Some people like to put a little bit more olive oil in. Then I have a clove of garlic, which I peel and bash, but don't chop. goes into the jar with it. Then a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, a pinch of salt and pepper, give it a good shake and it'll keep in the fridge for a week for you. So, I mean, dressings, I never, ever buy dressings from the supermarket or whatever. I just think, A, they don't ever taste as good. B, there's often preservatives in them and C, they're probably more expensive than having just a few raw ingredients in the house and throwing them together. And I just think you're always much more likely to have a salad if you have a super tasty dressing on hand, especially, you know, at lunchtime or a quick afternoon snack or something like that. Um, 
but there's so many dressings. I mean, I have a couple of notes here in front of me about potato salads. I mean, I love an old fashioned potato salad with mayo and, you know, uh, a bit of onion and parsley, but also a smoky one with paprika and red onion and um, a little bit of sour cream, like sour cream and mayo cut together and, and yo or yogurt are really nice dressing as well. A bit heavier, gorgeous with cucumbers and um, you know, at this time of year when the cucumbers are really nice as well. So you give that, it just rather than just having the mayonnaise. Have we lost you, Tara? Let's try and get her back there. She's just gone a second there. Oh, the uh, old technology has just flipped in us there. But you were getting the gist of it there. I'm sure for the potato salad that she mentions there, new potatoes, just uh, bring them to the boil, simmer them. And when they're getting soft, uh, drain them, uh, cube them, cut them up into small little chunks and toss, as uh, Tara mentioned there a moment ago. I'm sure that is the, the basis, the new potatoes for the potato salad. We're just trying to get her back on the line here as we speak. I think we'll have her now in one second and she'll pick up the conversation. Yes, she is back with us. Tara? <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. I was talking away about Asian dressings and I didn't even know I was caught Ah, there you go. Oh, look, it's the wonders of modern technology. But I was just saying, I, I stepped into the breach for you there. I was just saying you were talking about the potato salad. I, I take it it's new potatoes. Just bring them to the boil, soften slightly and then just chunk them up and do the tossing. Yeah, and like that's what I was going to say. I have a few different styles. So obviously the old school one with the mayo and the, the parsley and the onion is gorgeous. But I love then doing variations. So I have a smoky one with um, smoked paprika. And then I, I cut the mayonnaise with a little bit of sour cream or yogurt. And that just lightens it down. And that dressing is also lovely with cucumbers, especially cucumbers at this time of year when they're so tasty and, and kind of small as well. That's gorgeous to, to just toss through um, a few slices of cucumber, that same dressing. And then, of course, there's all your um, Asian-style dressings with your sesame oil and soy sauce, uh, ginger and garlic. They're absolutely gorgeous. You can go with rice noodles or egg noodles and lots of crisp veg, you know, like peppers and spring onions through that, or even sugar snaps cut in half lengthways, beautiful fresh garden peas. There's so many different variations you can go with um, with the Asian dressings as well. Mm. Now, pasta in salad is a, a, a very nice thing as well. And all we're talking about, I'm just looking here at all you've been saying so far. This is all very healthy. It's all, you know, vegetables, fresh stuff at this time of the year, using the local produce and then enhancing it with the dressings and the way you put it together. But what about pasta? Pasta for me, I like. I do love a pasta salad. It's old school, but it's probably not my absolute favourite. But mm. obviously, a penne or an orecchiette, something like that, is really great. What I've been using a lot of is um, orzo lately. So orzo with lemon and feta, and throw in whatever other bits and bobs you want. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I think you know, at this time of year, it is lovely. I'm very lucky with Forgefield Farm Shop. They're supply. They're using a lot of local suppliers these days. We have beautiful microgreens from Loch and Moor Farm up there um, on the Cooley Peninsula. We have cool farm leaves from RD. And then they also stock just, you know, local growers, someone like yourself maybe who has a glut of vegetables. Um, so it's just so lovely to base your meals around those gorgeous um, fresh ingredients. And again, the, the sky's the limit with pasta salads or rice salads or those kind of carbohydrates that um, go really nicely with lovely crunchy veg. In fact, in my cookbook, I have a whole section um, 
a couple of pages in and it's about putting together a really nice salad so you have you know your protein you have your carbohydrate and you have ideas then for what veg go nicely with those and then of course lots of different dressing ideas as well yeah just and before we finish to match them yeah just before we finish two more i want you to cover off uh blue cheese oh my god oh. you could just <laughs> eat it on its own and i know our louise loves blue cheese as well but you have a lovely salad there incorporating the blue cheese Oh, yes, absolutely gorgeous. So blue cheese, any blue cheese that you like. Um, obviously, we have lovely local blue cheese. We have Bellingham Blue and Boyne Valley Blue, uh, Roquefort, Stilton, you know, Cashel Blue, Gorgonzola, um, with some chicory. This is, I find, nicer going maybe towards autumn into September, October. So your chicory leaves are gorgeous with it because they're really bitter. And then candy, some... Um, pecans or walnuts you know so that's very easy to do you just throw a little bit of water over the nuts and a little bit of sugar or honey stick them into the oven on a greaseproof um, piece of paper for about 10 minutes and, until they crisp up nicely and then caramelise some slices of pear or apple just a little bit of butter on the pan and you have the most beautiful elegant sort of little starter type um, salad coming into autumn it really is lovely then and the Greek salad to finish we can't uh, leave the Greeks out they'd be insulted Well, I absolutely love a Greek salad and feta is such a handy ingredient to have in the fridge because when it's unopened, you know, you get quite a long shelf life on it and gorgeous big chunks of cucumber, tomato, red onion, your feta. Traditionally, it will be served with some dry uh, mint, but the dry mint that they have in Greece tends to be different to what we have available in our supermarket. So I think fresh mint is nicer with it. And then, of course, your Niçoise salad as well. Like all of those kind of old school salads can always be kind of brought into the, the sort of the modern time with extra vegetables and like takes on the dressing and the herbs and little nuts on the end. Tara, you've set us fair for the summer salads. We're on to it straight away. Away you go and enjoy yourself. Thank you for taking our call today. And I'll be out to East Coast Cookery School soon. I promise you. See you, Tara. Thanks, Jerry. Good to talk to you as always. You too. Take care. That's Tara Walker there. Check her out on eastcoastcookeryschool.ie. Anthony's been on to let us know that Vincent's on the North Road in Drogheda, wonderful charity shop, have a great selection of DVDs, CDs and vinyl there. Very, very cheap as well, he says. And I'm sure, look, coming back to the CDs and DVDs, charity shops, talk to your charity shop. Most of them will take them because it's raising funds. I suppose if they have a lot of them, uh, they have to manage it as well. Just understand that. And uh, Jerry, I love cucumber in my Listoke G&T, says another listener. There's another option for your cucumber. Now, Louise, come on, tell them. The VCRs, we've had a number of people... What to do. What to do with old VCR tapes. You've found solutions. I just Googled on Pinterest. Um, everybody knows Pinterest. It's amazing options. What to do with VCR. The tapes itself, not the holders. And there's pictures of coffee tables, um, plant pots. Plant pa- pots are fab. Wall dividers. And there's even a bird's house. There's loads of options, Jerry, that you can actually build things with the VCR with tapes. With the cassette tape. Mm. So rip the tape out of them. Rip the tape out and there's even, like you can make out of the tape itself, you can make um, gift mm. bows. You know the gift bows? Yes. And then you use the actual tape to make, as I yeah. said, coffee tables and all that. And then the holders you can use for 
you know, putting in pens so, or anything Yeah, like so that. there's lots of options to actually mm. use the cassette itself. Look, folks, I think the, the day really is, well. is definitely shot. It's gone for sure. And if you have something, you know, people may only have a VCR of a special family occasion or something. Get it converted. You can get them converted onto CD or whatever. You know that you have yeah. a copy of that. So you're moving up a technology, which is fast disappearing too from the VCR to the CD. You know what I mean? And beyond. But there you go. There's lots. I was looking at them. Louise was showing them to me. Something wonderful. Oh, they're Fab. Wonderful creations mm. and people very creative in their minds. So there's things you can certainly uh, do with them, that's for sure. Um, back to the cucumber, pickled cucumber. What about pickled cucumber? Have you ever tasted? No. You Never. will be when yours truly produces some. I'm going to pickle some cucumber myself. It's lovely. Jerry teaches me with all these different <laughs> different things he brings in. I'll learn her. I'll learn her. Try that for me. She's me, <laughs> she's me tasting boards as she is. But pickled cucumber is lovely. It really is. No, I know people, gherkins and things yeah, like that. People have like no gherkins. taste for them or pickled onions. But I do a pickle with the cucumber. It's a lovely mild pickle and they're gorgeous. And it's a lovely accompaniment, uh, you know, to a meal as, as well. So you I'll put have anything to, on it, like, you know, mayonnaise or anything like that. You won't need it. You'd eat it out of the jar when you taste it, to be honest with you. It's, okay. it's so nice. So it is. And it keeps a while as well. Pickled cucumber is lovely. It is. I can vouch for that. I've made it in the Try past. i saying myself. that really fast. Which pickled cucumber is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be that quick when you taste it it'll be gone when I give her the tomatoes there's nothing left in the bag in minutes where's yeah, the where they gone it's just addictive I just keep eating them anyway Late Lunch LMFM Radio coming up after 3 o'clock on the show Peter Gaynor's with us he's a new song and an idea around nursing homes and the, the awful loss of life there uh, during the pandemic and we will hear more about Tony Bennett my artist of the week but taking us to news weather and sport at 3 oh hey it's the Lumineers Yes, our Eddie, Eddie Caffrey was showing me our oh, lovely uh, collector's edition of 2001 A Space Odyssey, the classic Stanley Kubrick film from 1968 in a lovely presentation box. And he's on a winner there, Eddie, for sure. It is worth, it is worth, it just shows you there is value in uh, the DVD. So if you have a good one, hold on to it. That's the message from us this afternoon here on Late Lunch. Well done to Mary Gilligan from the Knoll and Hilary Farrell, who lives in Drogheda. They shared the bingo jackpot winning 3,900 euro each well done to you ladies what a lovely win that is next week's jackpot is 5,000 euro and don't forget to post in your books for weeks 27 to 30 to be in with a chance to win two staycation breaks they're worth 400 euro each in Annie Maldron or Clayton Group Hotel in Ireland the draw will be made by Sinead on Monday next the 9th of August and don't forget you can buy your book for next week's game online or from outlets across the northeast. check it out on lmfm.ie the bingo is flying now my artist of the week is Tony Bennett and with the emergence of rock and roll in the mid 50s the dynamic of the music industry changed making it difficult for performers like Tony uh, Bennett nevertheless he continued to enjoy chart success with eight of his songs making the US Billboard top 40 in the latter years of the 50s on into the 60s and his successes rolled on with San Francisco becoming his signature song I mentioned yesterday his pacifist stance on discharge from the US 
US Army. And he was also prominent in the civil rights movement of the 60s, participating in those famous Selma to Montgomery marches that ultimately brought to an end segregation in the States. He also refused to perform point-blank in apartheid South Africa at the time. By the 70s, his management and record label wanted him to record contemporary music. Tony himself said this was wrong and it turned out to be a disaster. He was right in the long run because it went nowhere for him. And it forced his hand. He quit Columbia Records, went to MGM, relocated to London for a time in an attempt to kick on his career. But he returned to the USA and set up his own record company. And as the decade ended, sadly, his label went out of business. He was facing financial ruin. His house was to be repossessed. He developed an addiction to cocaine and following a near fatal overdose in 1979, turned to his sons for help. The only way was up and so it would be, as I'll explain tomorrow. But for today, here's Tony, the civil rights champion, with his good friend, Stevie Wonder. For once in my life I have someone who needs me Wonderful Wow is right, Tony. Yes, Mr. Tony Bennett there, my Artist of the Week with Stevie Wonder. Beautiful version for once in my life. And I'll conclude my wee story of Tony Bennett tomorrow on the show. Lovely to hear from Nigel McKenna in New York City. He's just been telling me, uh, thanks, uh, Nigel. Tony Bennett is originally, yes, as I mentioned, from Astoria, just over the uh, 59th Street into Manhattan. It's where I live, says Nigel. He founded the Frank Sinatra School of uh, the Arts High School in Astoria, a major arts high school in New York City, offering high school diplomas in six arts majors, including fine art, dance, vocal and instrumental music, drama and film. And Nigel tells me his son is in film there from uh, director to camera crew. And the high school is so popular, that's uh, Tony Bennett, that students have to audition to attend. Lovely to hear that. Lovely little nugget of information there. Live from New York City, from Nigel McKenna this afternoon. Hope all is well with you, Nigel, and everybody there. Now, final break of the afternoon and we've a lovely idea coming next. Uh, Peter Gaynor's come up with it and he's going to tell us all about it in a moment. Peter Gaynor is from Rathcool in Dublin and he's a regular listener to LMFM Radio and The Late Lunch and he's on the line. Hello, Peter. Hi, Jerry. How are you keeping? I'm keeping well. Do you know, you and I have something in common. Do you realise this? Uh, no. <laughs> the Central Statistics Office. Seriously? I began my working career in August 79 uh, on Eltford Terrace in the CSO. Well, that's ironic because I started in seven... I'm just trying to think now. It's such a long time back, Jerry. <laughs> it is. Um, were, were you in agriculture section? Yeah, I was, with Rita Brown was the, was the boss there. But she was my boss as well. You... <laughs> And the name of God, what's happening here? Where were you when I arrived? You must have moved, did you? Um, I can't remember now. Um, I think it was there in 75, and I think maybe they opened up um, 
Rat Mines there and soon after that and then I think I might have went over to Hume House for a while yeah 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 so you you were probably out of there when I arrived Eddie Joyce is another common link between us you know Eddie Mr. Joyce good friend of mine living here in Raccoon <laughs> he was my best man at we wedding there you go <laughs> sure listen you'll have to be friends with me on Facebook when you have a chat <laughs> we'll have a chat then jeez the listeners are probably all gone at this stage no they're not I know they're not anyway Peter tell us about this idea you have well, Jerry, listen, and thanks to yourself and Louise for allowing me to, to tell you my, my plan. Like, but we're all in lockdown there back in May 2020, and we all did things that we thought we'd never do. We all did bits and pieces and, and, and maybe took up a guitar or a mouth organ or something, something because we were, we're in a different world. So I never wrote a song in my life, and I just wrote this song about the nursing homes. And... It was it was so sad the way they were kind of left behind. Everyone else is kind of you know looked after, but they were always the, the last on on the list. And uh, and between you and Wall, we lost two thousand people uh, to, in nursing homes, Shocking. which is very very sad. Shocking. It so is I decided to, to write this song. It's called uh, "We Are the People in Nursing Homes," and my plan is. And with the help of you now, because I know you very well now, <laughs> is is to try and plant a rose bush in every nursing home in Ireland to remember those who either suffered or passed away. It's a lovely, lovely thought. I have to say, isn't that great? And that's it's not a big ask. You know what I'm saying, Peter? It's a simple. It's not. And if we all got on board, you see, um, when, when back in uh, 2020, um, I wrote this song and then I, I saw this idea. There's um, a new uh, Facebook team called The Backline and they're singers and musicians and some of them are poets. And they, um, a fellow called Justin Kelly, same um, namesake as yourself, and um, I think Carmel Day and David Woods got together and they made up this backline. Now, every week we have a challenge on the back line. There's about 2,500, would you believe, maybe, and it's grown. And we have a challenge. This week's challenge is to write something uh, or, or to perform a song be, uh, that you, you sung at your wedding and then perform a song that you, you, you sung at your divorce. But, of course, that's, um, <laughs> that was just a kind of... Um, Pretense, if you know. Yes, I married my wife just for forty years, so I ain't gone anywhere. <laughs> Jesus, getting a bit worried there that we were in legal proceedings here in the show between you and our yeah. good self. Anyway, well, I, in fairness, uh, Jerry, just to, just to finish the point. Yeah, those lads in the back line. Yeah, they offered me um, an assistance to a fellow called David Ayres in Galway, and he's the, he was a record. Uh, you know, he he produced. My son Andrew actually put all the bits together. I'm not high tech. I mentioned hearing that work this morning when we were talking about mm. the uh, CDs. I'm not high tech either. But my son, Andrew, did a great work on it. And then we sent it over to um, David Ayres. And you have the finished product now. Yeah, no. And, and it's it's all been put together. We're going to hear it now in a second. So a rosebush, the, the thought is out there now, the hope that a rosebush will be planted in every nursing home around the country. This is your aim to get this done. And you're kicking it off here today with me, That's putting it, it out and, there. And also... A, a, a bit of good news I got during the week that yep. a fellow called, a chap called Michael McGlynn, he's um, chief executive with Nursing Home Ireland. He has taken on the idea and he's going to put a piece up on his Great. Uh, post on his Facebook page 
He has over 4,000 followers on it. They oh, also have a bulletin issued every month and they're hoping to do a piece with me and, and the song on it. Fantastic. I have to commiserate with you being an Everton fan, but wish you luck with Rafa at the helm this year. <laughs> and sure, tell your story. Yeah, yeah, and sure you're like ourselves in Drogheda United at St. Pat's. You know yourself. You're a Pat's sure man, I know. I know, I know me, yeah. Me, and me. Listen, I tell you, well, <laughs> I, I have to say it, at least when Everton play, we're either play, we're playing for something, we're... we're we're always going to either fight relegation or try and get up into the top six. So yeah. it's an interesting situation. <laughs> My son is a Liverpool supporter, Kevin. Oh, jeepers, I'd say that's good. In, no, yeah, I'd say in, in, in the household there. there Jerry. I'd also just like to mention my family who've been very good to me, you know, and, and support me in this. Um, my wife, Josie, my sons, Kevin and Andrew, and my daughter, Ashley and Kevin's uh, daughter and, uh, well Peter Gaynor here we go let's hear it uh, introduce yourself the song is We Are The People In Nursing Homes and it's it's a song and a story okay. of what happened to people back in 2020 Peter lovely to talk to you today thanks so much for joining us here we go Look out through our window and we look up to the sky. We recall our favorite moments and we all have a little cry. We are the people who built Ireland, we are the people who made homes, we are the people who are suffering. We are the people in nursing homes We are the people who are suffering We are the people in nursing homes Oh, Peter Gaynor there Remembering all those who lost their lives And we have listeners contacting us Saying that it's really touched them Jane's been on to say I lost my dad Jerry. oh my god I'm in tears here and more messages coming besides thank you and thanks to Peter for joining me on the show and well done to him on the song and the idea for the roses in the nursing homes it would be a really great one to see it delivered that's a lot on late lunch today Eddie's coming next with the drive tomorrow Friday on late lunch your riddle Tony Bennett's story concludes Cathy Crenian is with us she's not singing tomorrow she has some story to tell uh, ben Pye is singing and has a new song he's from Balbriggan a lovely young lad he's with me tomorrow Katie O'Donoghue children's author and Leon Blanche looking at sport lovely Friday show don't miss it One thirty tomorrow here on LMFM Radio see you then The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan we have the biggest range of light commercials in the northeast with same day business finance so let our van specialist Danny find a commercial vehicle to suit your requirements see blackstonemotors.ie If you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.